Sustainable sobriety is here. You can create predictable and consistent results in your alcohol-free journey without abstaining from alcohol the entire time. I always say that taking your last sip of alcohol isn't necessarily always the first step for success. You want to eliminate your desire for alcohol, not just simply not drink. Keep the needle moving forward in your journey, in your transformation, no matter if you do drink or you don't drink. The trap of stopping and starting in moderation is really what always keeps you stuck, but you can embrace an opportunity to move forward without the burden of counting days, and it is all available to you in the Sustainable Sobriety course on my website. Follow the link. I will see you there and I will walk you through step by step. This is the most affordable and efficient way to get from where you are to where you want to go, where the desire to drink truly is a thing of the past. I will see you there. Do you ever feel like you're outgrowing alcohol, that you are longing for a deeper connection to life? If alcohol is keeping you playing small and feels like the one area you just can't figure out, you are in the right place. Hi, my name is Mary Wagstaff. I'm a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help powerful women just like you eliminate their desire to drink on their own terms. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my proven five shifts process that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules and the profound experience that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so thrilled to be your guide. Welcome to your journey of awakening. Welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. How did it go for your creative sobriety journey? <laughs> um, something that I am going to remind you of, of every episode from here on out is if you have been really enjoying this show and it's been of benefit to your life and you think there's someone else that would love to hear this show, I would love to invite you to go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review and subscribe and rate it. And then also share it, share it on your social media, share it in an email, share it with a best friend. It is so, so, so helpful for, you know, the the rest of the circle um, to let people know, because obviously if you're in social media at all, or you know, like, I mean, if you've been on any social media, you know that it feeds you certain things and, and podcasting is really a form of social media. And so it's no different. So it would mean so much to me if you would do that. And then when you do, you can go onto my website. I believe it's on there. You can send me a screenshot and email me and let me know you did it. And I will send you an amazing guided meditation that will help support your urges and craving. Um, and I also it's like my, would be literally my dream come true to have like a live call-in show. I would love that so much. But in lieu of that, I am asking, and I'm going to ask this of every show and I'll put it in the show notes too. I'm asking for listener questions. I want your questions to answer them on the show. They can be completely anonymous. All you have to do is email me, mary at marywagstaffcoach.com. Dot com and I will that was my dog I will um answer them 
on the show, or maybe, maybe even I will make a whole episode for them. So please send me in your questions. I would absolutely love to hear them. And um, I'm here for you, girl. So today, what I wanted to talk about is being in the body, out of the head and into the body. The journey of eliminating your desire to drink and becoming naturally sober and going beyond alcohol is a journey of going closer to the body. Alcohol is a dissociative that takes us further away from the body. Like we, we experience sensations. We have these, you know, kind of like euphoric states, or if you're, you know, if you've used other mind altering substances. Um, but what I've come to, what I, what I teach in general is that this is a journey of coming closer to the body and the naturally sober self is learning maybe even for the first time what are the natural cues that your body has between things that serve you and things that don't and that's why this process applies to people who um are on weight loss journeys who have other ways that maybe they've been buffering because it really helps you look at what is the sensation of the emotion that I'm experiencing and is it my my conditioned brain or is it the natural response of my body so if you think about um like having to go to the bathroom or feeling hunger now hunger and satiation are also something that can be overridden through habit and through learned behavior especially like if you've been in diet culture, which most every single woman and person that I know has had some form of like following a new protocol or regimen, which is information outside of yourself, right? So it's so mind blowing, like the depths of information that I've been able to explore in the body through the lens of my natural so naturally sober self and beyond alcohol and through like doing emotional intimacy is is wild and and be being more into ecstatic dance and just like moving my bodies and getting into these nooks and crannies and there was an experience i had a few days ago where our dog has been sick and so send louis some love he's we don't know we're getting a second opinion tomorrow but um I was sitting with him and I am not, if you don't know this about me, I am not like a cuddly dog person or animal person, really. I love animals. I grew up with pets. I love them. I think that they're amazing spirits and they have a lot of um, to teach us. But like, as far as like cuddling, like in bed with a dog, like that is not me. Probably talked about this on the show, mostly because I have some tactile sensitivities and hair is one of them. That's a little bit of my neuroses. Um, but it is also a mindset. And so I know how to do like I'm, you know, um a like certified Reiki practitioner and I know how to channel energy in that way. And I also just know how to ground energy and like anyone can give someone love through their hands, right? Um, like I've been attuned though to the Reiki energy and um I was sitting with Louie and I just laid down with him and he's just not been himself. And I attuned to the Reiki energy and I grounded him and I grounded me. And I really had to just like, I just intentionally softened. And there was this moment 
where I felt such a shift in my body of this releasing of an energetic wall that I had had up. I started just like kind of like crying, like not sobbing, but like there was just like a release of energy. There was a few tears that came out. And I had realized that so much of my neuroses um, was such a mindset shift. And when I went into the body and went specifically into the heart and I was able to soften my heart, the like greasy dog and like his, and he's the cutest dog, you guys, he, we get so many, like everyone loves him. He's so soft. All the kids that come up to him, he is like a setter mix and he's got white with brown spots. He's the cutest thing ever. Um, but he's very hairy. And so I just felt this melting and I thought, oh my gosh, where else does this exist? Like, where else am I limiting what's available for me in this human experience to just receive, to receive love, to receive pleasure, to open my heart? And I know even every once in a while, like it'll show up with Matthew and like the way that I, my own insecurities about my body and clothes that I wear. And when we go into the body and we listen to the body's wisdom and we really can tune into sensation that is getting out of our head and into our body, our firsthand experience, there is so much there that we don't know. There is such a level of experience that is beyond anything that anyone can even explain to you. Like it's not even, it's a felt sense. It's a sense, it's an experience that happens only in the first, in, in the present moment. And so my invitation to you is to get out of your head and get into your body of understanding that your alcohol brain, the part of you that's formed a habit with alcohol, is sending signals based on a conditioned belief, conditioned behavior, right? That that has overridden your natural self. But we know your natural self is there and is and is, is dictating quite a bit of your experience because a you're getting sick from it right like it it your body is telling you this is this isn't working for me i don't like this right and you're here listening to this right so there are parts of your experience that you are subtly tuning into the body right and even like think about when you are sick right like if you're sick from alcohol or if you're sick from just being physically sick where your brain changes, right? Where you don't like eat the same or where you don't even have like the, like you don't even think about alcohol, right? We've all been there. It's like, oh, I haven't even drank in a few days and I never even thought about that, right? It's because in those moments, your, your natural, your natural messages from your body were really strong and you were listening to them, right? Like they were, they were louder in that moment. But you don't have to there you don't have to um relearn that. It's already there. It's just about clearing away what is in front of that and getting to know it on a deeper level, right? It's not like a new process you need to learn. It is your body's innate 
wisdom. So it's a practice, but it's, it's going to be different for everyone, right? It's going to show up differently for everyone. The way anger feels in my body is going to be different than the way anger feels in your body. The way that your naturally sober self feels and the decisions that she makes and her creativity is going to feel, is going to have somewhat of a different expression than mine, right? And that's the beauty about getting to explore this when, you know, you have, when you make it a priority and you show up and we ask what's working, what does your naturally sober self want? What would she say to the part of you that would choose to drink? right? Because that part of you has so much wisdom already and has so many answers. And this goes like, this could go for anything, right? When we're, um, you know, maybe having a craving for food or when you're, um, like, just like, oh, I've got, like, I got to work out. I got to get this like workout in, or I got to do this one more thing, but your body is just like screaming at you, like to go to bed or it's tired or wherever we have shoulds in our life, right? It gets an opportunity to listen. And, and so much of the time when we push ourselves past our body's wisdom, we end up creating stress and creating cortisol. So if it's like around exercise or diet, right? You're actually can be inhibiting yourself from if weight loss, like say is your goal. I've experienced this myself where I have really been on an intuitive eating journey and exercise journey for most of my life. And especially in the last like five years where I really listen to what feels good in my body. And especially when it comes to movement and I had started this, um, like really intensive strength training program that I enjoyed, but it was like too much. It was like taking up way too much time in my day. I wasn't able to also fit in a yoga practice, which is super important to me. Also getting out for a walk is super important to me. And it was hard too. And I was like, I love strength training, but I'm like hating this and the, in, in like how much time it's taking up that it was just I wasn't focused. It was like stressing me out. I felt like I did gain weight around it or even just diet, like looking at an external diet of like, oh, you've got to eat like your body weight and protein every day. And I'm like, it was the same thing. Like, I know you need protein to build muscle and I know like biologically, but when I listen to my body and I really listen to what my body wants, and sometimes that might be yoga every single day. Sometimes that might be strength training every day. Sometimes that might be just a walk. Sometimes it might be nothing. Right. When I listen to that, my body responds in the way that I want it to. Um, as far as like, you know, the not feeling like bloated or maintaining the weight that I feel comfortable at in such a better way than when I'm pushing myself to do these like things that outside of myself someone else is telling me to do. So it's so important to get out of your head and into your body. And you have ample opportunities to experience this throughout the day for everything, for your hunger, for your sleep, for your thirst. Even when like you have to go to the bathroom, just take a moment to notice what it feels like. Like, how would you describe that sensation? Like, it feels tight. Like, I just had this image of like, kind of feels like a lemon. Like, like when you like have to pucker, like your bladder feels almost like I had just had this image of a yellow lemon, like in my bladder. Right. So you can create an identity for sensation, which is one of the tools that I walk my clients through almost like 
sometimes on a weekly basis. And we practice that together because it's so powerful. If we only stay in our head to solve the problem, we're going to be trying to solve the problem with our logical analytical brain. That is what kind of is creating the problem already. So we want to go into our body's natural wisdom, our natural state, which is naturally sober. We want to go and know that part of ourselves, know what decisions serve us. And that's the thing, like it, it's like, you don't, it it will eventually, it's, it's even about people pleasing. And what is my like full embodied? Yes. What is my full embodied? No. What do I know is like fear of excitement or what is actually feels like it's going to be threatening and not safe, right? So you want to know, especially as a woman, and this is the piece of sharpening your intuition. This is what happens when you go beyond alcohol is you sharpen your intuition, which is the most powerful part of a woman's experience that is being dulled and taken away from you by the presence of alcohol. So this week, along with your creative, sober self, ask yourself, what does it feel like in my body? Just ask that question. What does it feel like in my body? That's it. Where is it? How would I describe it? What does it feel like? And is this something that serves me or doesn't serve me? You can even add add on the question of what would my, like, what, how is my naturally sober self experiencing this, right? In my body. So move into just pausing for sensation. So if you walk, notice the sensations in your body. If you're sitting for a long time, when you eat, when you have to go to the bathroom, when you're tired, when you're exercising, when you have a get a hug, when there's a tender moment in your life, when something's naturally exciting and fun, like emotions aren't just about negativity. We want to know about the feel good emotions. What do we actually want to amplify? What do the feel good emotions feel like in my body? Right? Because if they already feel awesome, then you can fast forward to what does it feel like after I drink three glasses of wine? It ain't going to feel like that. It's not going to feel like that after one. It takes away that feeling of feeling good and excited so quickly. I have this really, really vivid memory at the old house that we used to live in. There was a little place down the road. It was just like a, like a corner store, but you could buy food there and he had beer and wine and you could sit outside. And it was like two in the afternoon, a sunny day. I took Emmett for a walk in his stroller and I went there and I was feeling really good. It was like, yeah, like one of those, I don't know if it was like a Friday or not. I was like, I'm going to have a beer. And I sat and had a beer and I immediately felt like shit. I like wanted to take a nap. And this must've been kind of towards the end of me not drinking because I was paying attention to that more. And I was like, that sucked. That sucked. I was feeling so good before I had this drink. This did nothing. It was completely pointless. Like And I just want you to pay attention to that piece of it too. What do you feel like before you have a drink? Like, yes, there's going to be maybe the urge or the tension, but like what else, what's underneath that? And then what is like underneath that afterwards? There's going to be the initial relief of the anticipation, but beyond that, your mood, what is it? What is the emotion? How does that feel? And get super curious, get out of your head and into your body. Have an amazing week, you guys. And don't forget to leave a review and rate the show. I'll talk to you soon. As much as I know you would love to, you cannot wish yourself alcohol free. You have to take action to do something different. 
So what I want you to do is head on over to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, where you can download the free training of the five shifts of intuitive drinking, along with a free guide of questions that you can ask yourself every single day when you have an urge, when you have a craving, when you wake up in the morning, you can make it a ritual practice to start to observe yourself in a new way. And it will guide you through the process of learning to tap into your own deeper knowing so that you can develop a new relationship to yourself, which will in turn end your relationship to alcohol. MaryWagstaffCoach.com to register for the free on-demand training right now.